How's it going everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Today we got two story times of two spoiled brats. The first one, this bully gets destroyed by the substitute teacher and it's pretty awesome. And in the second one, the spoiled brat actually knocks out the teacher, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy both of these stories, so leave a like on the video right now to claim your free nothing. With that being said, let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Andrew. So anyways, there's a kid in Andrew's class who we're going to call the bully. And this kid was notoriously, like, not a good kid. He was also very much a spoiled kid, too. But for the sake of this story time, we're going to call him the bully. He was also spoiled, though. But I want to make a distinction that not all spoiled kids are bullies. Not all bullies are spoiled kids. However, this bully was also a spoiled kid. So this kid was, like, the richest kid in the class. Which, as I say in other videos, it kind of doesn't matter if you're the richest kid in the class or what your parents' financial status is. It really matters how you interpret it how you live your life, and how you go about everything, right? That's really what is important here. However, the spoiled kid kind of thought that because his parents made a lot of money, that made him, like, a better person than everyone else. I know that sounds absolutely crazy, and that's because it is. Obviously, not just because this kid, his parents have more money. Obviously, he's not a better person than anyone else. However, try explaining that to the spoiled kid. It's a little harder than you think, because he is really set in his ways. However, this kid was also a big bully. He would bully people all the time. And uh, he kind of got away with it. It was a mix of the bully, spoiled kid, not being smart in the sense that he is wildly intelligent, but being smart in the sense that he knew when he would take it too far. Like, he rarely got caught or reprimanded by the teachers because he was very kind of uh, subtle and sly with his bullying. He would also make it very clear to other people that if you told on him, you were going to be in for like a world of pain even worse than he already has you in. So it's kind of a situation where the bully was like both smart enough to not do anything so crazy that the teachers had to pay attention. But it was also a situation where the teachers also knew that they didn't want to get into a situation where it was them versus the bully's parents because there have been a few situations in the past where the, like, the bully had actually been told on, the teachers got involved, and the bully's parents, which were just like, they weren't the greatest role models to him in all fairness, so what amount you can actually blame it on him, that's up to you guys. Feel free to discuss in the comment section as the story goes on. But uh, basically, his parents were like the worst. They wouldn't accept any responsibility for their kids' actions. They were threatening to sick lawyers on the school. Like the school, not only like not only did the bully kind of get away with things because he was sly, but also because whenever he wasn't as slick about it and he actually got told on, uh, his parents would just throw a bunch of lawyers at the problem to make it go away. So this kid was notoriously like a massive jerk. However, he eventually got the karma he deserved in today's story, because it all started what seemed like a normal day. Non-discreet, nothing was going on. However, this was very much not the case. Yeah, however, this story is going to be a little bit different, because today, which seemed like a normal day, the subscriber who submitted this story, who we are calling Andrew. Sorry, I just have to pull that up for a second, because I forgot. Andrew walks into class, and he has one class with the bully. And during this class, the bully would really just continue doing his, like, standard bullying behavior. He would keep doing all the nonsense that he's always doing, right? However, today, you know, Andrew walks in, and he has a couple boys in that class. He's a pretty good, like, he has a good kind of a social circle in that class. But he walks into class, and he sits down, and the teacher is nowhere to be seen. And the teacher for this class 
is an older teacher who is very by the book and kind of deaf in a sense. So whatever bullying happens from the bullying class, like no, like literally the teacher probably doesn't even know. Like this guy is old enough that I feel like he'd be like, bring it on. Like when it comes to the wrath of the parents and not really care. However, unfortunately it doesn't really matter because this guy is just so old that it honestly does not matter what he thinks or says or if he was actually going to stand up to the bully because what is he going to stand up to if he can't hear anything or even know what's going on? However, this kid, uh, this kid, this guy was also known for, because he's like a little bit older generation, older guy, he is always stupidly early. And I, I like being early for things, but the, the teacher was found being upwards of an hour early for class. This is an 8 a.m. class, so it's a, tough, it's, a, it's a tough start to the day, right? But the teacher, like one time, for some reason, a student had to get there really early at like, showed up to school at like 6.45, walked by the classroom, saw the teacher sitting in class. So what I'm trying to say is this teacher isn't known for like being on time or even a little bit early. This teacher is known for being so early that it's like, it's ridiculous, right? So the fact that the teacher was nowhere to be seen two minutes into the start of class at 8.02 in the morning was kind of weird. And Andrew turned to one of his friends. He's like, bro, this teacher is like stupid early all the time. Like it's crazy how early this teacher is. Where are they at? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, where is this teacher at? I've been told like the teacher is supposed to come in. So the teacher comes in early. Like I've never like ever come to class when the teacher's not here or hasn't looked like the teacher's been here for months. Like has every paper unfolded, everything like completely comfortably sat into the desk, very clearly didn't just spawn in. So yeah, a couple minutes later, a face who's younger, probably 25, 30 walks into the classroom and uh, no one really recognizes him. So he very quickly says, hey class, like I wanna let you know that your teacher, uh, Mr. Stevens, he has uh, come under the weather and I will be your substitute for the day. So when it comes to substitutes, it's, it's cool because it's like, ah, oh, you got a fresh face, but you got two types of substitutes. One, who's pretty chill, and two, the other one that is so strict because they're new and they're just afraid that if they're not super strict, they're gonna be looked down upon in like the teaching community or something. Yeah, so anyways, right, uh, the teacher came in and this guy was kind of younger. We're gonna call him Mr. Davenport because that has always been the teacher name. Like for some reason, I always call these like the teachers Mr. Davenport. Anyways, Mr. Davenport looked 30, 35. So when I said 25, I was a little bit too on the younger side, which by the way, if you wanna submit stories to me, because these are all subscriber submitted stories, all you gotta do is is go to Instagram, look up Connor Pugs, follow me and then message me your story. You gotta be following me though, because that's the only way you can message me or the only way I'll see your message. Little quality control right there. Plus, I do appreciate a good follow. Anyways, uh, sure enough, the subscriber kind of like notices this guy and he seems very young and cool and they kind of knew right away that they were getting a cool substitute. So they're all pretty excited about that. And so yeah, sure enough, they're kind of just like chilling in class and the teacher's like, hey, looks like uh, your teacher wants us to do this or whatever, right? Um, Let's just, uh, I'm gonna pass it around. You guys do it at your own pace. Uh, let's do it in some group work. Because, uh, like, you know, substitutes a lot of the time are not experts in the field that they're substituting for. A lot of time they're just given, it's always last minute, right? They're not the teacher for a reason. So they're normally given, like, some assignment last minute to just hand out around the class. So the teacher walks around the class handing out the assignment, right? And uh, this is when, you know, he kind of notices that the bully is kind of like, I'm messing with a kid a little bit, like, you know, some kid walked in a little bit late and the bully kind of tripped him and. Andrew noticed that the substitute like turned over and looked at the bully. They gave him this long look. 
the bully was kind of laughing because he just like tripped this kid a little bit. And he's laughing, he's laughing, and then he makes eye contact with the substitute teacher and stops laughing. The substitute teacher doesn't necessarily say anything in this moment. However, I think the bully kind of realized that like, oh, okay, I, I better chill out. I think also the bully was on less of a uh, sense of, I need to be, how do you put it? Like, the, I don't think the bully was as concerned about um, getting, like, about being caught or whatever because it's a substitute. What power could a, could a substitute possibly have? Yeah, so uh, there's also a twist that you guys are not going to see coming that's even more crazy. When the substitute was staring at the bully, at first Andrew thought it was simply just because he caught the bully doing something bad. But little did the bully know, and little did Andrew or anyone else know, that the substitute, it was much deeper than that. And no one saw it coming, and I'm willing to bet that you guys aren't going to see this twist coming either. Anyways, so they continue on with class. And I think the bully kind of made a very quick assessment of, okay, the substitute is, I can push him around. He has no authority here. I mean, the truth is substitutes really don't have that much authority. Sure, they can report you to someone, but a lot of times they're, first of all, they're so busy just dealing with the class because, you know, they're not used to dealing with classes like this. So this is kind of like new terrain for them. But also it's just kind of like a situation where uh, they could report it to someone, but it's a secondhand report. They maybe don't, I don't know, like substitutes are normally pushed around a lot, which I don't think is cool, but whatever. The bully made that assumption. So anyways, the teacher, the substitute, I should say, Mr. Davenport, was kind of walking around seeing people do it in group work. And the bully was like in group work with this kid. And he was like, dude, like, are you that stupid? Do you really think that's the answer? Like, dude, are you serious right now? Like, that's ridiculous. And no one really paid much attention to what the bully was saying, because this is very standard things the bully would say. The bully would continuously put down other kids. Like, this is very standard behavior. This is nothing new. And uh, the substitute teacher kind of is walking around and is overhearing this. And uh, Andrew looks on the substitute teacher's face, kind of a look of contemplating, should I intervene? Should I say something? Little did Andrew know that there's actually a lot more going on in his head while this is all happening. But you guys will learn that in just a second. So anyways, the substitute teacher does kind of like walk over and say, hey, like, uh, Mr. Bully, because... They had like name tags or something because the substitute, he went around earlier and handed those out. He's like, hey, like Bully said his actual name, but we'll say, refer to him as Bully, right? Do you maybe want to be a little more constructive uh, in your feedback to your uh, partner? I think it's like, let's, let's foster a nice environment here. And the Bully's like, okay, sure, yes, I'm sorry. And as the substitute teacher's like walking away, he's like, oh, let's, the Bully says like, oh, I'm going to go foster a, I'm going to go foster a good environment. I'm going to foster a good environment up your butt, huh? <laughs> And would like turn to one of his minions who's like, <laughs> good one, bud. And that's when like the substitute teacher turns around, which actually was surprising to Andrew because, you know, kid makes a snide comment underneath his breath. A lot of teachers would just let that slide even if they did hear it. Maybe you get one who really feels comfortable in their job, but a lot of them, especially a substitute who's really just trying to get through the class period, if a, if a kid makes a snide comment about you, eh, you don't really care, right? You're going to let it slide. However, once again, I'm telling you guys that there's a secret that you guys don't know, and I bet you won't guess, about this substitute teacher, which relates to the bully. Anyways, though, his secret dead! I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Anyways, um, so the substitute teacher turns around, though, and kind of, like, makes eye contact with the bully. The bully is a little bit taken aback by the fact that the substitute teacher is actually, like, standing up to him. So he's a little bit taken aback by this. And so is Andrew. Andrew's like, I kind of just expected this guy to walk on. But the substitute teacher turns around and says, 
Sorry, pardon, uh, what did you say? Yeah, so at this point, the whole class is kind of like, oh, and they all kind of stop what they're doing because not very often do the teachers actually push back on what the bully says, especially when he doesn't do anything super blatant. The bully thought he was well within his, kind of his, like, uh, standard set of actions to, like, kind of whisper this under his breath because no teachers really stood up to him when he was just whispering it under his breath. They were all like, ah, whatever, we'll just figure it out. When, when, when the time comes, we'll just figure it out. Or just, like, not even pay attention to it. So this time, it was different. If you made it this far into the video, comment bully down below. That'll be the secret word of the day, and it lets me know how many people made it this far into the video. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you've left a like, subscribed with notifications on, and if you're listening to this on Spotify, which YouTube viewers, these episodes are on Spotify, make sure that you've gone to my podcast and rated it five stars, followed it with notifications on, and make sure also to answer the Q&A poll down underneath this story if you're listening. It's a very quick poll. It gives me some information about just, it's a good interaction engagement community thing. So make sure to fill out that poll slash uh, question, whatever it is down there. Anyways, though, so yeah, the whole class is like, oh, wow, okay. Someone's pushing back. <laughs> like, okay, they're actually pushing back. Like, someone's at, like, it looks like this teacher is actually deciding to push back on what the spoiled kid a bully guy is saying. So the bully's like, what are you going to do about it, substitute? You're going to tell the teachers? Well, guess what? And the bully goes on this pretty crazy tirade, which is actually really insane. And that's when the crazy twist is revealed after he goes on this crazy tirade. Yeah, uh, real quick though, I'm gonna throw on screen in a second some people who've commented that they binge watched the videos. If you don't know, the best way to support the channel, either on YouTube or Spotify, is to sit down and watch a bunch of my YouTube videos. So comment down below how many videos you've watched today, this week, whatever, I do appreciate it. Anyways though, so the bully is like, what are you gonna do about it, Mr. Substitute? That's really all, all you are. And if you don't know, since you seem like you're new around here, whenever anyone, you know, reports me whenever I go too far and I'm reported. Well, if it goes to my parents, they just throw lawyers at it and they don't believe it, right? It really doesn't matter to them. So what are you going to do? Tell a teacher, oh no, it's not like that hasn't happened before. It's not like that hasn't happened a thousand times before. And guess what? Nothing has happened. Mr. Substitute, I'm going to make your life easy and I'm not going to like cause a problem, even though I totally could. Just let me do what I'm doing. I'll let you do what you're doing and we'll have a good day. So this is like, honestly, Andrew says, one of the first times the bully has been this freaking open about how he just kind of plays the system. Because a lot of the times the bully is just like, well, kind of, he doesn't want to be this open. Like it's almost like he got too cocky and too confident to say his formula, to sell, to tell his secret sauce to everyone. Just a little bit too cocky, right? So anyways, that's when the substitute teacher says, you know, bully, I wouldn't be so confident if I were you. And this obviously for a second throws the bully off. He's like, what? And then he kind of regains his confidence thinking that, oh, well, the substitute teacher probably thinks that, you know, he has more power than he actually does. Probably thinks I can get away with a lot less than I actually can. And he's just saying this. But the substitute teacher would follow it up with something pretty crazy and would definitely shock the bully a little bit, if not a lot. So at this point, the entire, the entire class is like, like it's getting spicy in here. So the substitute teacher goes on to reveal a truth bomb, drops a bit of knowledge that no one else sees coming. So basically, and I bet none of you guys guessed up to this point, the substitute teacher explains, he says, you know, I really don't need to do this job. 
like I am just I'm in a situation where I'm you know I'm very lucky I'm allowed to do what I want. I decide to choose teaching because I find it to be the most fulfilling. I come from a family that has a lot of money, and at this point everyone's like, "What? Like why is he saying this?" Um, and he says, "Like yeah, my dad has a, is a very successful and very prominent businessman." And he says, "You know he's allowed me to do whatever I think is best for me to do with my life, and I'm very grateful." It does not seem like you have the same gratefulness, spoil, uh, bully. And the bully's like, um, okay. And that's when the substitute teacher says, so wouldn't it be unfortunate if my dad, the number one like buyer of your dad's business, was to hear about what you were saying? At this point, the bully's like, he's like, uh-oh. So basically what the substitute teacher said is like the bully comes from a very rich family but that's because like the dad owns a business and the number one buyer, like a big buyer of this business is the dad of the substitute teacher. And I don't know exactly how the substitute teacher figured it out. I think he may be just, maybe enough context clues. Remember when he was staring at the bully for a second, it wasn't just because this kid was, you know, bullying some other kid, but it was also because he was like putting the pieces together in his head and he must've checked the, like the attendance sheet to look the last name. He must have looked up a lot of information while everyone else was doing stuff. And that's when the bully's like, um, well, um, uh, it doesn't matter. And he's like, oh, oh, really? My dad and I speak almost every single day. And he's like, uh, and he's like, you know, if I told, you know, my dad is at a point in his life where he doesn't really care as much. He does this business because he thinks so. And, you know, he has a lot of business components. He has a lot of suppliers. If I was to say that, you know, he shouldn't do business with your dad's family, then, you know, he really would. He really does trust my word on this, and it's not that big of a deal. So I can either do that, or you can apologize to the classmate that you were, you know, going after. You can apologize to the classmate that you tripped. You can apologize to the whole class, because I'm assuming that this behavior is a constant. Am I right? And he turns to class. The class very sheepishly nods. They want to be like, yeah, just in case, you know, the bully regains power or whatever, but they kind of agree. So the bully is very torn because now his reputation is on the line. And he's like, um, um, fine. And he stands up. He's like, I'm sorry, everybody. Oh my God. How can I be so foolish? Uh, may I sit down now, Mr. Davenport? Mr. Davenport's like, yes, you may. At this point, the bully sits down. He's like, whatever, man, like, okay, once the substitute teacher leaves, I can once again do whatever I want to do. And that's when the substitute says, and by the way, class, I'll be writing my number on the board. This is my personal number. If the bully ever does anything else bad to you guys, text me personally, and I'll make sure that my dad hears about it. And that's when the bully just like gets absolutely destroyed. Because his plan was just to be like, okay, well, once you leave, bud, I'm going to go back to what I'm doing. But now the bully was checkmated. If he did anything, it wouldn't be the, the teachers, it wouldn't be his parents. Well, it would be his parents, but indirectly. It wouldn't be anything else of the system that he had just perfectly kind of like figured a way around. It would now be a checkmate that not even he, the grandmaster of his own bullying game, could get out of. We're going to call the subscriber who submitted the next spoiled kid story, Gerald. So anyways, right, in the subscribers class, there was this spoiled kid. And this spoiled kid was the kid who, like, the spoiled kid who just never gets told no. This kid is always, like, the type of kid who's babied in every situation. His parents are like, oh, you know, this is my, 
my sweetheart. And there's nothing wrong with like, I don't know, liking your child. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is that like, I, I, I don't know, like a little bit too much, like way too much on the babying side. And honestly, man, like sometimes you got to set boundaries for your kids. You can't let your kids set boundaries for you. You already know how it is. So yeah, sure enough, right? The subscriber, um, there's this kid in his class who we're going to call the spoiled kid. And all you really got to know is this kid is like super just like entitled and spoiled and has basically never been told no in his life. So this kid also, the spoiled kid, also really loves Minecraft. Minecraft is a pretty cool game. I'm a big fan of Minecraft myself. I mean, Minecraft is like one of the games I grew up on, one of the games I played a lot over the 2020 period. Obviously the background for basically every single one of my videos. And while it's been a second since I've logged on to play it, some of this gameplay is a little bit old. I'll be getting fresh gameplay soon. Uh, just give me a second. Um, it's still a really great game and there's nothing wrong with liking Minecraft. I think it's a great game. However, it just happens to be that this spoiled kid is also hyper obsessed with Minecraft in like a unhealthy way. So this kid, right, you know, one day he comes into class and he came into class carrying a foam diamond sword. I don't know if you guys ever got these for your birthday or as presents or whatever, but there's these like diamond sword type things, which is if you don't play Minecraft, it is like one of the best swords in the game until the netherite sword came around. The diamond sword was like the best game for the, the best thing in the game for the longest time. You don't even need to be a big fan of Minecraft to know that the diamond sword diamonds are just like the thing to get. Now it's like technically netherite ingots, but in my heart and in the hearts of many, it will always be diamonds or number one. So anyways, they make these diamond swords that are foam and they're toys and it's like not an actual sword. But one day the spoiled kid brings in this diamond sword into class. And so he drags it in and he's like, he just starts like he walks into class and immediately, right, Gerald already knows that like the spoiled kid's bound to be up to some nonsense, not just because that's what the spoiled kid does every single day, but you just had a sense, you had a gut feeling. Yeah, so you kind of just knew, you kind of just had a gut feeling that that's just kind of how it goes. So anyways, right, sure enough, the uh, subscriber, he just kind of knows that, yeah, the spoiled kid's bound to be up to some nonsense today, like don't even tell, like ask me how I know. These are my freaking spidey senses, the sixth scent is telling me that yeah, um, the spoiled kid's about to do something stupid, stupid today. He's about to do something ridiculous, something pretty crazy. I already know. So, anyways, the spoiled kid comes into class, and so the teacher's trying to teach class as usual. And all of a sudden, you hear a smack, smack, smack. <laughs> you look over, and the spoiled kid is literally smacking some other kid with his foam diamond sword. And look, don't get me wrong, it's a foam diamond sword. So he's not about to be cutting some kid in half like this is some horror movie or something, right? He's just slapping them with the foam sword, which is literally bending on impact. But it's still kind of annoying because the spoiled kid's slapping pretty hard. And the kid's like, stop. So the teacher turns around and is like, spoiled kid, like, what are you doing? And the spoiled kid's like, I'm fighting the end of the wagon right now. Boop, 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 boop. And he's like, keeps slapping this kid. He's like, spoiled kid. You're, you're not allowed to have toys in class. And also if you're, especially if you're using those toys to attack your other classmates. Now come up here right now and give me the toy. And the spoiled kid's like, um, I'm not giving you anything. I'm not giving you the diamond sword. It's not happening. And the reason it's not happening is because I needed to defeat the ender dragon. Clearly, clearly. I do not understand the basic math and science, man. I need, to, I, I need a diamond sword to defeat the Ender Dragon. And the entire class is looking at this kid like, oh, brother, this guy stinks. Yeah, so 
the teacher was like, no, we're not playing games. Give me the toy. I'll give it to the end. Of, I'll give it to you at the end of class, which honestly is, I'm not going to lie. That's like a pretty, that's a pretty good deal. You're caught in class with a toy that you're not supposed to have, and you're smacking some other kid with it, which like that would probably be grounds for the teacher to take that toy away forever, right? He's going to give it back to you at the end of class. Like it's a pretty good deal. And the spoiled kid's like, no, never. You will never take my diamond sword away from me. I know the powers it possesses. So obviously this, the teacher's like, okay. I'm coming over here to take it from you. And the spoiled kid's like, no, you must be one of the uh, servants of the Ender Dragon. And the spoiled kid starts running around, just like slapping random people with the diamond sword, like, Ender Dragon away, Ender Dragon away. You are also a servant of the Ender Dragon. Whap, 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 whap. And it's just like going back and forth and bump, 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 bump. Yeah, so at this point, right, the subscriber's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like, oh, no, bro. Like, uh, yeah, okay. And the teacher is getting angrier and angrier. So eventually, the teacher has the spoiled kid kind of like cornered in the corner of the classroom. He's like, give me, the, give me that toy right now. And if you don't give it to me this very second, I'm sending you to the principal's office. Yeah, so sure enough, right, the subscriber's like, okay, like, now the spoiled kid is probably going to chill out. And the spoiled kid is like, I'm giving you to a count of three to let me go back to my seat with my diamond sword, or I will attack you as if you are the Ender Dragon as well. And the teacher's like, what? What are you saying? Give me that toy right now. And then the spoiled kid is like, one. And the teacher's like, I'm not playing games with you, son. Two. And the spoiled kid's like, don't make me do this, teacher. And the teacher reaches in to grab the diamond sword. And the spoiled kid's like, fwee. And so the spoiled kid, his plan was just to hit the teacher with the diamond sword, which would have probably got him in a lot of trouble, even more than he already was about to be in. But the spoiled kid accidentally like swung, like he swung too far. So instead of trying to aim for the tip of his diamond sword to hit the teacher in the face, he like swung the handle to hit in the teacher's face, which happened to be where, cause he was holding onto the sword super tightly. So what actually ended up happening was the handle hit the teacher in the face, which is also foam. However, he has gripped the handle so 